controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about your brain on porn. <laughs> Up-to-date research about how porn essentially affects your neurons, how to understand if you have a healthy relationship with it, how to understand how to cope with it. And the science is just honestly fascinating. Also, parental guidance, PG-13 maybe. And mom, if you're listening, can skip this one. Uh, yeah, because we're going to be talking about a lot of sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. I mean, like... PG-13, I think 13 and up. Yeah, 13 is an interesting number in my research. In the idea of educating ourselves, it's not going to be like gross or anything, but obviously we might talk about. Yeah, and I think it's like sexual nature. Yeah. Sex is adult. Exactly. And I think that's kind of part of the issue with porn is how easy you can access it as a young kid is like some of the research I have. <sighs> so here, oh, here we go. But it's juicy. Just the way society works, we got to say a PG-13, okay? It's just the way it works. <laughs> Uh, what have you been up to, Greg? Just trying not to look at porn. That's what you're... <laughs> <laughs> when you read the stuff, it makes you be like, oh my God, just yeah, another poison. I know. So, you know, I've been looking at the sky. I've been that, that's your <laughs> going remedy. to the beach. I've been, yeah, my day's more full. No, I'm Yeah, just... you love the beach. I love, love the beach. beach. It's so interesting. That my, like, there's this beautiful beach in Toronto that I think is just for me such a... Oh, I thought you said that is just for me. No, so imagine this one. Be don't tell anyone. It's actually for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just it's so. Int- we always talk about this. I find it so interesting that Mitch is just like I don't even I don't like it, and I'm like I like love it so deeply. Yeah, I mean I like beaches. There's just a couple of factors of that beach that make it a little stressful for me. Most yeah. of them social. That it's like a very busy beach at yes, times. True. That true. sometimes the non-social part is that the water can at certain times of year be so cold, but then it's so hot on the beach that I like feel that I have yeah, no escape that's from true. sweating to death. This is the time you can go. It's usually in August. Right. And I think you are actually saying you might go. Oh, I'd like week. to go. And <laughs> I think it is just like I, I appreciate your love for it. Cause I think if I was traveling and on a beach i would i would easily like it especially yeah. if it didn't feel overcrowded but i also do feel a lot i feel so privileged when i'm there because i love cold water like mm-hmm. i swim in the lake in the winter so like when i go in i'm like having fun and a lot of people around me are literally shivering and like mm-hmm. when do we leave and i'm like oh my god like I, you don't even feel that yeah yeah and then i'm like i also have this and then i actually go i go swimming like i go right. swim very deep and like swim out to all the boats yeah, like, and, like i'm absolutely terrible when you yeah. when i picture you doing that i'm like what if every scary thing in the creatures. Yeah. I literally was almost hit by a boat like recently, but there was like, there was like all these like rich, like bros being like, yo, look at the swimmer. And then they like, they like protect me. But, but I am like, not many people are doing that. And the reason I love the beach is that swimming. So it's like, I get that also why you don't, that's why I never like pressure you. But yeah, anyways, I'll come, I'll come to the beach. I just need to mentally prepare and I'd like to go on a day that's not too busy. And like, I, I like the beach. Whenever I go with my family, we used to go to Florida all the time. Like, I love going yeah, to I know. the beach. You have but a beachy I, vibe. But I do <laughs> like a pool. Not necessarily more, but a pool to me is, it's like a more controlled environment, which makes it feel safer sometimes. Yeah. Because the beach in Florida is also like stingrays, jellyfish, oh sharks. Like, it's Know scary. what else I love <laughs> about the Lake Ontario, Toronto Beach? Right. Nothing It's dangerous. not the ocean. Because <laughs> honestly, I'm like, I don't need this salt. I love that it's fresh. If I get a little dibble dabble into my uh, stomach, I think yum, yum, yum. I'm not like, uh, although salt water makes my hair look really thick. Oh, true. And it's, <laughs> love and it, people say it's like, how it's good. And it's, sexy. it's sexy. Like, yeah. It's porn. It's porn. <laughs> it's porn. It's, the ocean. Salt water is porn. porn. <laughs> but it's so much more death vibes. Yeah. It is so weird to me thinking as people who don't live near an ocean, 
whenever I go, it's crazy how much salt is in it. Yeah. You're just like, this is so salty. So salty. <laughs> it's a little bit, it's like disheartening. You're like, oh, but we need this. Why so salty? It's scary. I find it fascinating. Yeah, no, it's, it's fascinating. It's like, why is there salt in this? But I'm just saying it's another benefit to the Toronto ones. I'm like, I'm swimming in fresh freaking water, folks. Right, yeah. Uh, that's cool. I feel like I always talk about this damn Great Lake and I'm always like, no, Don't it's beautiful. It is nice. Okay, let's get into what we learned this week because then we gotta get to porn and oh god. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh Grimes hit the wrong button. Oh, what did we learn this week? Okay, so mine's about cannabis plants. So, okay, you want to uh, go first? Mine's about uh, babies, but mine's maybe like a little <laughs> more. <laughs> I know mine's kind of sad or weird, and maybe I'll do it first. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, get honestly, get the dead baby study no, out of there. I'm just dead. kidding. I'm kidding. Actually, uh, do you remember okay. dead? Do you remember dead baby jokes? No, continue. We're not bringing that up. We're not bringing this that is up. a little bit about. I just well, this is about missing babies. Oh my god, Mitch! What are you doing? Okay, so apparently, um, <laughs> there's a average bias across the world, but some countries culturally have more of a preference for male babies, which is like slowly changing the landscape of humanity. What? Um, so basically, some this in some places so this maybe does happen where we live as well but some places it's much more common that if people find out they're going to have a female baby they're more likely to abort it or neglect it which is really twisted that's why i was like this is kind of dark oh my god but Mitch, these... this is so i literally feel so dark right okay now. sorry no I, no but I, no keep going but so i'm like holy shit where did you read it's this obviously a symptom of entrenched gender inequality yeah um and some societies have made it illegal to know the gen uh, sorry the sex of a baby before birth because of wow. this because they don't want people making decisions based off of that uh, but the study was basically, oh it, it found that between 1970 and 2017, yeah. 45 million missing female births did not occur. Like it's averaging out that there are 45 million more males. Um, and that by 2030, there'll be another 4.7 million missing. And they're like, this is going to have pretty profound uh, consequences on the places it's happening. It's obviously happening more wow. in some countries than other where there is more sort of sex or gender inequality. And another scientific argument for gender equality. Yeah. It's like it's, like, it's like, actually ruining this. And if so you want to basically the study approach. said like fewer than expected females in a population could result in elevated levels of antisocial behavior and violence and may ultimately affect long-term stability and social sustainable development. Oh my God. That is so intense. But I, I mean, that's interesting, but like, holy yeah, sure. I, that's why I was like, I kind of want to like get <laughs> oh it over God. with because it's a pretty yeah. heavy, it's heavy in yeah. a lot of ways. Um, but they they were saying those trends are diminishing. <laughs> what so did you learn this morning? They have like positive outlooks okay. for the long term because even countries where it's very common, we're <laughs> seeing more gender equality, and this this is like changing. And obviously, like regulation and rules around knowing the sex of a baby before yeah. it's born. I would never have that. thought about how that could be. Like that's just like an interesting like regulatory response to that. That yeah. I just never thought. And well, I mean, it can be sad in either way. It could be someone making that choice because of like sexism or someone being like, my daughter will have a way harder life. You know yeah. what I mean? Being like somewhere where they might think, I don't, I don't want to, you know how we're, people have climate anxiety now where they're like, I don't want to bring a child yeah, up yeah. in this world. I, know, I even think about that when I'm like, someone's like, they're having like 
<laughs> now it's a little different. They're like, oh, I'm having a young boy. I'm like, oh, my God, that's all the privilege. Like, you know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> oh if they're, I'm having a young girl, I'm like, wow, they're probably going to be so much more balanced because they're going to understand struggle. <laughs> like, like, I have like those types of weird thoughts even here or whatever, which is like not founded or true right. like, in anything. Guys, yeah, comparatively. Okay. So that's my like heavy. What did you learn? Okay, this week? So let's literally about cannabis. cannabis. Okay, that's plants. fun. Let's bring us into like a higher place. <laughs> yeah, porn. I know porn is so dark. You just meant porn. Also, porn is dark like this cannabis <laughs> oh, is the only thing that's not gonna be dark okay okay sorry. so it's like there's essentially four like types of cannabis plants from like a scientific perspective okay. and there's a primordial one and then there's also two bread for drugs and one what for was that hemp. word you said so two, prim- oh bread for drugs. yeah yeah like overall so there's like i thought you like two can- bradford yeah. i was like <laughs> bread for drugs <laughs> so there's 82 cannabis plants on earth they call into four categories. Two are like mainly the ones bred for dr- to smoke drugs. Every time you say bred for, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what he's saying. I'm here. Like okay. genetically drugs, bred. Drugs, like for smoking, you mean? Yeah. Like you breed yeah. the plants to grow the bud to smoke. Okay. So what are the other two for? So that so there's two main ones for that. Then one is for hemp, which is for oh, the fiber. I see. Okay. And it's for building. Like it's actually like an incredible like fiber for textiles. Yeah. And then there's this primordial group and that was, they all came from the primordial group and they found that it was 12,000 years ago that they started to branch off from this primordial group towards the drugs and the hemp. So they think that humans, I guess is just meaning like kind of where it comes from. And then it was selectively bred towards. Honestly, it's what it was before they're arguing before human cultivation and bread. I'm saying breeding, genetic breeding of yeah. the plants for specific benefits. Okay. So they that because they see genetically that that started to branch off 12,000 years ago, they think that cannabis has been used by humans for 12,000 years. Oh, cool. Yeah, like okay. that's the first beginning. And wow. they use the science Jesus of the plant. Jesus was stoned as fuck. <laughs> and he probably had a really nice woven hemp basket. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like actually, like actually, <laughs> I don't really understand like what hemp is, like what part of the plant it is. It must be like the stem, right? I act- I want to look well, that up. When at you some point. weave like a ba- like basket weaving, it's usually from like the specific part of the tree. Like mm-hmm. you know, behind the bark, there's that like specific what's it called? That is how you do. Um, like basket weaving with wood. So I have a picture of be the stalk of okay. the hemp plant. I'm trying to look it up right now because I know you can also eat hemp, can't you? There's like hemp seeds. So you stuff. think maybe it's the leaf? I feel like it's probably the stalk because it's so much hardier, but I don't know. Oh, it's what it's one of the first plants to be spun into usable fiber. Oh, spun. Yeah. Wow. True. Okay. So it's like okay. along with bamboo, oh, yeah. hemp is one of the fastest I, growing plants. I used to like make like a hemp bracelet <laughs> and listen <laughs> oh to all American God. rejects. Like I remember that. I yeah, I can so picture it. Yeah, I can picture <laughs> That's it. That's so funny. You, are you like I spun hemp? Yeah. In my I, youth? Oh yeah. No, <laughs> no I, I used to fold hemp in on itself to make bracelets with That's beads so for my friends. Funny. I literally did that. Building material. Okay, cool. No, there's listen lots to of Jason hemp. Like Wikipedia hemp article is a huge. I probably listened to Jason Mraz while I did that. Do you remember Jason Mraz? <laughs> yeah. What is, what is his main song? Uh, like like what what is he it's saying? It's like and fudge the call. We gotta get a song. Jason Mraz. Jason Mraz. Like, oh, it? I. Is that genuine? 
<laughs> but I was kind of into him before that. <laughs> I was more into like, they're like, Henry Off is such a words that things would happen, but not to me. Oh, things are gonna happen naturally. Oh, that was, that's the yeah, famous that one. That was the one that you were just saying. Yeah. How does it go? Like, yours. Oh, you're so good at singing. No. I want you to sing. Oh, isn't there always a sound in this that you know? Like, it's that beginning airplane sound, or we were once laughing about this. Oh, I just kept playing the beginning of this song. Oh, and it was did. a YouTube video, so yeah. we just like always. <laughs> yeah. So we heard that like a million times. Okay. That should be a ringtone. Uh, so you're talking about anything else about nope. hemp? That let's was get it? into porn. Okay, let's get into porn, take a little break, and then we'll be in it. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We are obsessed with BetterHelp because we are obsessed with therapy. We are constantly, I know, bringing it up on this podcast, bringing it up in our lives. Every conversation with my friends, I'm like, well, you know, in therapy, I learned this. Ding! So today, we want to talk about BetterHelp because BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. The counseling is done online. It's secure. It's available available worldwide across the dang globe. And you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. You don't have to worry about lines or commuting or when sitting in the waiting room or like having to wear a mask in the waiting room, for example. But you can log on to your computer or your phone or account anytime, anywhere, and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses. It just makes therapy easier, essentially. BetterHelp lets you change counselors at any time, so you'll always get a great therapeutic match, and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling with financial aid available. Head to betterhelp.com slash side note to get 10% off your first month. This also helps our show by doing this and showing that, you know, you listen to us and like you want to join therapy. <laughs> and you can join over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash side note for 10% off your first month. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Study time. Study time. Study time. Oh my God. Let's do this. Porn. <laughs> I feel like I'll give the caveat again or the upfront because now people watch this section on YouTube. Oh. Uh, yeah, like explicit. PG thirteen. PG like, thirteen. But educational. This is gonna be about porn. But there might be, you know, we keep saying like our parents don't have to listen or watch this episode. So. No, it's interesting. Speaking of YouTube, 
Tube sites is what a lot of the research on porn uses to explain the type of porn that we have access to now. Tube sites. I'm like, YouTube is like a version of porn. But it's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like in its own way. But it's like, that's YouTube for like your interests. And it's like, they actually are such a big company. They have to have PG. But like porn, they're called tube sites is like how the extreme of now. Yeah. Like like a lot of the research off messed up tube sites are. I only just realized in this moment, and I'm not exactly sure when this is going to come out, but is it a coincidence or did this spark you want to do this episode that OnlyFans is banning porn? Oh, no, that's not. That's Wait, not. You knew that, right? Like, yeah, no, I, I knew that. But like, so I mean, or I read a headline about that. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know that. Much about that. <laughs> I read a little bit more than a headline about it. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard a TikTok one minute TikTok explaining the um, breakdown of the OnlyFans controversy. So maybe this is a very relevant <laughs> podcast is what I'm saying. We can talk a little bit more about that. But I think we wanted to talk about the science behind porn use and porn addiction. addiction and I guess yeah. that should be in quotes because there is still similar to social media. It's like, can it be classified as an addiction in the same way that substances are addictive? Yeah. Um, I, but I think most people can acknowledge and know there are, whether or not it's classified as an addiction, it's like you can have an addiction. to porn. Yeah. You can have an addiction <laughs> to porn. Like in the same way you can have an addiction to your phone yeah. and it is very new science and it is super controversial and like phones, which are these new technologies that we're all bracing our new lives with like, or like for the first time, porn is the same thing. Like the history of porn from magazines to the, through the internet to what porn now is, is similar to phones where it's like hard to define an addiction, mm. but it's, ex- it's, it's, it's evolved at such an extreme rate that we need to like study it because yeah. it's so like specifically impactful. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and it's such a huge part of the internet in terms mm. of usage. It's like I, I don't have a stat. And on sex this, is but. a huge part of human life and right. cognition. Like we are designed to want sex, want novelty in sex in order to like pass on our genes. And therefore it's like it is like an orgasm is a dopamine release that is like quite unique to the human experience. Mm-hmm. That is so extreme that it's like you can get addicted to that. Like in the same way you can get addicted to like food that is now junk food or like all these extreme like or your phone. Like, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So where do we start? Okay, so one thing I just one thing I just want to say off the top is about this book called Your Brain on Porn, which is one of the like best resources for the science of porn use. Mm-hmm. And it is like interesting and I've learned so much science, but it's transphobic, it's homophobic, it's like queer phobic, and it's like really weird because there's this like there is a no fat movement that it happily is like a part of. Right. That is a really important thing for people to understand is that if you're looking into more research about the science of porn, you can end up in like weird, scary places that are like, 
they essentially right. like say that if you start looking at gay porn or trans porn, that's an extreme porn. You now have a problem. And it's like, I actually am like getting emotional because I read it. I'm like, this is so sad. These have nothing to do with each other. Like, the, like and also the science comes after a full chapter about that first. I'm like, that's not like start with the science and do your own weird opinion at the end. It's like this movement is led by this like really homophobic, like dark underlying. I just want to say as we keep going and just for people mm -hmm. to like have caveats about like what is normal sexually people in this world are, think it's like two straight people having vanilla sex. Right. And so that is a lens with which probably a lot of the research yeah. is even connected yes. into yeah. like normal. It's hard to find like, in my unquote. opinion, like un <laughs> queer phobic papers about this. I mean, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, I mean, most science comes through that lens. This is just a particular area where you're yeah. looking at sex and mm -hmm. gender roles and mm -hmm. how people express their interests and kinks and stuff that it is clearly going to be muddied by yeah. those preconceived notions. Yeah. Okay, but let's go um, forth with that and just like be wary. So, okay, <laughs> one thing that I like one specific study that was interesting was that hundred percent of young men in this survey of <laughs> thousands of people, it was like 5,000 people between the ages of 15 to 29 had viewed porn. hundred percent. I mean, like, is that surprising? I don't know. It's I just guess a hundred percent is it's just it's, like, okay. Surely <laughs> it's 99. <laughs> yeah. And then another study found the first age of viewing is decreasing with 69% of males and 23% of females viewing porn earlier than the age of 13. Oh, wow. And okay. only like eight years ago, it was like around 6%. I see. So, so it's like, younger, whoa, younger you're watching are... it when you're younger. Well, to be fair, I mean... Because of access, yeah. Even outside of porn, like sexual imagery has definitely increased in society over time and our comfort levels with what is shown on TV shows and social media mm -hmm. and how we perceive bodies has definitely ramped up i mean that that might be my, my anecdotal experience but i feel like most yeah. people would say yeah like even as young people your your home pages are full of sexualized imagery even shows for young kids yeah. are filled with sexualized imagery it's, i know i wonder what porn, they like define but... as porn that's so interesting po the definition of porn is also an interesting one like even from like art classes like you would learn about porn and like what that means but it's like yeah like i think that when they're saying below the age of 13 porn, I'm like, that's so interesting to be like, what part of society does that count? And it must, it must does it, is it defined by like penetrative sex? No. Cause it could be blowjob is porn. Right. It could yeah. just be nudity. Like I it's think like probably what? nudity is probably the baseline. That's so weird. Because they're, although not, I guess if it's educational, cause I think YouTube's allowed to keep up, some nudity if it's educational like a fully contextual like if you're learning about anatomy mm. and then you see like a penis or a vagina like i yeah. think you can show that also like you know, those off the grid channels where they have like the hottest girls like <laughs> oh back and like God. top of her ass but you have to get and it's why people click off yeah, the so grid videos are, just so you and know. then it's just a normal video about off the grid living and there's an entire genre of <laughs> off the grid YouTube wild. series and channels <laughs> that are fully normal, but their thumbnails are yeah. always like, like sexy, sexy girl like from the behind, girl like covering showers. her tits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then it's, it's just like an like hour long video of people just living off. Beautiful hour long video about these people like trying to like live like by growing their own carrots, <laughs> and you're like, what I, <laughs> the hell? So yeah. obviously, porn takes over the brain because it's like yeah. millions of views. 
Yeah, it was a successful <laughs> tactic. Okay, so do we want to talk about, like, I can go into some of the brain plasticity that porn does sure. to your brain. Yeah, because I think extreme. a lot of people, I mean, obviously you're saying 100% of men in this survey <laughs> and lots of young people watch it. I think everyone has some level of entry into this conversation, okay. regardless if they watch it or not. 2008, daily, daily porn use was in 5.2% of people. 2017, daily porn use in 39% of people. Oh, whoa. And that's like the more up-to-date research. Well, like, that makes so much sense because the internet. Exactly. It's on your dang phone. Wow. So I know what there's... Okay. So there's and it's this, like, you don't have to pay anymore. You don't have to pay. You don't. <laughs> and there's like this interesting like sociology study that's like has no science, but it's like fun to read. And they just go through the history of porn. They're like, you used to have to have the shame of going to the magazine shop. <laughs> like to you be know seen. What I mean? yeah. and, like in a trench coat and getting like a literal magazine of... Of like a girl's like titties or like a guy's like right. m- probably flaccid dick and like a speedo <laughs> or something for girls like it's like like Playgirl at the right. time and so then all of a sudden a when you have it on your phone or even on the computer you can get it without the shame of having to like go to this place yeah and then there's this whole thing about LimeWire and Kazaa which is what we grew up with Kazaa how that was good because it it made you have to stop and appreciate the download like, and you like to work for work it work for it and there was like <laughs> you actually had to it. decide what you wanted there wasn't imagery like thumbnails that were like yes. you know like it was like you kind of you had really to really had to read you, the description you had to read the script you maybe lit a couple <laughs> candles when you went in to start oh, jerking God. the chicken you know what I mean so they're like it's just like yeah like I remember the LimeWire downloads and it's uh-huh. true I was like in 40 minutes I'm gonna feel sweet sweet release <laughs> that was, what a crazy time we grew up in and that we just were like downloading torrents of porn I know that's like <laughs> I was like not good at computers up, but I you figured knew how, how to, to download that. porn you know what I mean like <laughs> I, I feel like I could like hack LimeWire I could like get porn I could like click 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 get oh porn and then someone would be like I don't remember play you, Starcraft you're like I can't you have to search LimeWire for it and it would pop up or did you go on another website and it like was I honestly forget because on LimeWire I remember downloading music okay. and porn yeah. But I, I can't remember if you would just type and it had a search yeah. engine in it. It had a search engine in it, I okay. think. And know what? The files would come up and you'd run your cursor over the file and the long title would come up right. and it would be like, it would be like, it would be, it'd literally be like, hot naked man gets massage <laughs> or something so like, even those were vanilla. Yeah. Okay, but also question. So yeah. 13 or younger is the definition that a lot of these studies are using to understand. There must be something about puberty, 13. When right. do you think you started watching porn? Started watching or first looking? Saw? Okay, porn. When's the first porn? <laughs> I and what age? Okay, so I remember as a young kid with my friend, uh, and I'm trying to think of our age. Like it probably was like ten when we like went into a house that was being built, and there were porn magazines in it. Like the construction oh, workers oh God, had love porn that. magazines. <laughs> And we would just like look through it and like we would go to the house and stuff. It was like, oh, oh my God, you porn. found porn yeah. in the construction site and then you would run to it and look at it. And also, I love that. What kind of porn? What in kind of the porn? same friend's house. It was straight porn. It was most, no, and no, it was, but it was, it was like guy, magazines. Girl, just yeah. Like girl. I, I think it was mostly female centric, but yeah. there would be some sex like stuff yeah. right where they were yeah. like having a divorce. Oh, I love and that. And one time, you know, those kind of roofs in a house that are like usually in a basement. Uh, maybe not usually, but you can like push up the phone yeah, piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We were like playing in his basement one time and just like pushed up one and a full ass VHS came out of there. That no was way. Like his parents porn or somebody in his house's porn. Both of those are Disney <laughs> movie like plots. No, like, we put it like in, the falling VHS. And maybe because I was so young and this is not to age shame anyone. But at the time, this is what I felt. We put it in and I swear to God, it was like 90 year olds having sex. Well, that's a thing. Uh, fair, and like, I, but I, if the, the guy's not we ninety, like, he's into that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I, we, I just, those are my first vivid memories. Maybe he was the first person you ever porn. met with porn addiction. <laughs> my friend, <laughs> the friend's dad, or whoever's oh, like, VHS yeah, that was that yeah, fell from the sky. Oh, I, I know. So weird. <laughs> oh we were, my god. And we were so spooked. We were yeah, young enough to be that's like, amazing. oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I. The, so my first porn was really young. Like I think it was probably grade okay like, let me actually think about this grade six or seven so i don't really know what age that is but i think yeah like 10 11 like something like that six is 11 12 yeah, yeah okay 11 12 and he was like okay it's like literally he's like i've seen him more now because he's like selling the apartment right here you know that guy i'm not gonna say his name our neighbor yeah like no the the real estate agent of that neighborhood oh, i yeah, know yeah, yeah he's the first person to ever show me porn <gasps> okay but it, it's so funny so this is what it is it's like i go he's like i have porn he like tells me and i'm like oh cool so we go into this like bathroom and he <laughs> he whips out a literal cut like he cut from his dad's porn <laughs> oh, just no. the tits uh, like it's like he like he he went, he obviously was like my dad is porn. He cut his dad's porn of just, just the tits and showed me the tits. And I actually remember being like, "That's so hot!" Like they had like they had the bikini triangle, you know, when there's like a suntan oh, right. bikini. Yeah. And I was actually like okay, so turned know, on. Like, I was like, "Oh my god!" How <laughs> close to the tits like it was, was pretty close. Cutout. It wasn't like it wasn't like it looked like a was cherry like emoji. <laughs> no, there was no eyes. It was like torso. No, I meant, did it just look like eyes? Yeah, yeah. It, it looked cut. So it looked like two melons with raspberries. Yeah, no. It. It. But I'm just saying, like, it actually had an impact because it was the novelty, right. yes. which is what this is all about, and the brain wiring and like your brain is that there it was a pretty i remember the experience i remember that i don't remember very much else of grade six or right you know what i mean like their sexuality is so interesting and then i got and then i also remember like <laughs> literally going home on like aol dial-up and writing hotnakedmen.com <laughs> and like getting boners in like grade seven and eight and just being like fuck i'm gay fuck i'm gay fuck oh i'm gay God. shit 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 yeah. and like just kept looking at like dicks being like shit 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 fuck 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 fucking like crying and like looking oh at dicks God. okay so anyways and then never stop watching porn i have another thought but let's go into some more of the science and i want to come back to okay. first times of porn conversations so okay. so uh, like essentially what porn does is it you know hijacks your reward system like yeah. the the neurology of your brain we sometimes like get ripped on it is sometimes we're like we're always talking about dopamine, dopamine. <laughs> because it's like it really is just like a fascinating hormone that's linked to anticipation but also linked and to and, and essential aspects of evolution yeah. like you will get dopamine neurotransmitter releases when you eat high caloric foods when you have sex when you Take build drugs. friendships like these are all things that from evolutionary history have helped us so it's like mm -hmm. it's Essentially, an orgasm and sex, and even wanting novelty in sex, is designed so that you don't inbreed. It's like it's like literally to help like incest and stuff to mm. try and like want like something different. In sex. Yeah, like well, that's like an evolutionary biologist take. Which, as we say on this podcast, sometimes they just throw theories and just do the six walls <laughs> and they call them theories. But, but but yeah, so it really is a very natural thing happening in your brain through neurotransmitters that is extreme. And then you can rewire your brain because your brain has plasticity and over time you will need it. You will crave it. 
it might be one of the only things that can give you certain dopamine releases. You yeah, might... I mean, it literally is modifying your behavior. Yes. Ultimately, which is what, which is what, like you said, high sugar or fat foods or mm -hmm. even like like things that our bodies want and crave. Yeah. But we would normally not have this much access to. Yeah. It not only makes you want it more than when you don't have it, it probably changes the way that you deal with things when For it's sure. taken away from you. So one thing that it's defined as is a super normal stimulus. So it's like there's a lot of super normal stimulus in our life. For example, like a can of Sprite has like a bunch of delicious sugary calories mm -hmm. that you could drink easily and enjoy. Whereas that's a super normal stimulus. Whereas like the same calories of like leafy greens would be like a struggle to eat because right. it's like that's like more like, but like now we've designed this super normal stimulus that like kind of like takes over your brain in this way. And they've used other examples of animals that have had similar things like this. For similar example, things like, like these super, super normal, normal like porn is such a, what they call right. super normal stimulus of right. sex and imagery for like our human body that we become essentially like more interested in it than like maybe other like you know this is a really interesting term super, super normal, normal stim yeah it's kind of but that's where you, you get into the normal word and you start to be like is it homophobic but not actually but like no normal's uh, what i word. mean by normal is that sexual desire is normal yeah yeah it's super desire normal desire for sugar is <laughs> it's super normal, normal. <laughs> yeah or no yeah. no no oh, sorry, to sorry me, yeah. what the super is doing is oh, saying like you're true. amping up something so much that it would otherwise be a normal behavior okay, sorry, or a normal guess. desire yes, exactly but it's become super yeah. a super normal activity because it's gone to the extreme okay so one oh here's oh this is so freaking cool in birds they've tested super normal stimulus by literally putting eggs in with synthetically more vibrant colors and then the birds will only look after these fake eggs with more vibrant colors and ignore their more pale, natural colored Aww. eggs. And then like, before so, they hatch. And then also some. They just like the color. <laughs> well, it's just like it's just like that's a super normal stimulus of this thing they knew uh, about their brains. Right. That they were able to like they literally ignore their Hijack young. them. Yeah. And then also there's these beetles, jewel beetles that beer cap beer bottle caps the way they look is like the hottest version of like a beetle to them and they ignore to other beetles they ignore <laughs> real beer beetles cap? for this beer cap and they try and mate <laughs> oh with my it God, that's they're, so good. it's like more attractive and it's just like is not interesting so it's super yes. normal stimulus for us right. if an alien looked at us it's like when we're looking at our phone jerking off to this like imagery right. that is just like taking clearly over clearly not like, the what <laughs> our brains think yeah. it is but it's like tricking yeah. our brains to fall yeah. for it it's yeah. literally just victory you like hunched over like jerking like so hard like looking at your phone it's like obviously you're from the afar, that's wrong with the beer cap. yeah you're the beetle with the beer cap like that's what I'm saying but everything in moderation yeah um, but yeah so um, porn there's just a lot of studies about <laughs> yeah. people who are addicted to I'll porn I'll just say some of the things I, I tried to separate mine into sort of like I, I knew a lot of this podcast would be sort of a negative view on porn. Mm. Um, so I was like, I want to kind of see if I can find the good and yeah. the bad. I, I'll say some of the bad and I will caveat the good in a minute. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, so oftentimes porn, especially like high porn usage can lead to sexual dysfunction. So mm. that means like the inability to achieve for men an erection with real life partners because yeah. you become so conditioned to need and want certain stimulus that... And I think our friends have talked about that too. Yeah. It's like sometimes you if you if you watch a lot of porn during sex you might have to imagine yeah porn yeah otherwise it's not like fulfilling or you watch porn together 
Um, <laughs> like you watch, like you, all of a sudden, true. like me and you are just watching porn. And we're do like, we? we do that. No, we used to do that though. There was a oh. time in our sex where we would like, we did that for that. a bit. I have no memory of anything. Um, as so funny. I was know. like, you don't remember <laughs> our like a summer of porn watching together? Fuck. Do I guess maybe I have some vague <laughs> memories of it. Yeah. Like it was like what we were into then. I'm like saying like, it was like, that's weird. We were like, joking recently weird, that we were like figuring out how to like keep being sexual. <laughs> when Greg gets dementia or Alzheimer's, I'm going to not remember anything anymore because he has to remind me of everything you've yeah. ever experienced. But then I guess I was like, I guess that means I kind of already have it. <laughs> yeah. Girl, you got to get doing your crosswords. We got to get our Sudokus on. Yes, seriously. Um, okay. okay, back. So what was I going to say? Oh, uh, so I mentioned before how it can modify your behavior, um, but similar to food or sex, uh, your brain remembers where to return to experience the same pleasure. And so oftentimes people who get addicted start to turn to their devices before their partners and mm. it can condition you because you're like, I suddenly yeah. have the urge for like, it's like salt. Yeah. I'm going to go to the cabinet and get chips versus, or sweets. I'm going to go get candy versus fruit, which I yeah. like could condition myself. And to it's more. so easy too. like, there's, there's more work. Oh, totally. Sex. Yeah. With, and with a partner, it's like, are they available? Are you with them? Yeah. Are they whatever? Yeah. And is it actually faster and more convenient to yeah. just do it on your own? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Sometimes it is. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Sometimes just <laughs> yeah, true. Um, obviously, these changes in dopamine system can also lead to depression and anxiety, which is yeah. what some what some studies have found. Uh, in in overall studies have shown that porn consumers or very high porn consumers have poor mental mental health. Yeah, like yeah. it impacts your whole life. Yeah. I think and actually affects your dopamine system overall. Okay, no, it's crazy. I was <laughs> once Teddy. They said. It was just one study, and I never read this again, but I was like, what the hell? They said that if you can't come without thinking about something sexual and porn, like you can't, you're not allowed to watch porn. You're not even allowed to think of something sexual and you should be able to come. And if not, I was like, what? I was like, I've never even done that in my life. <laughs> I've never even tried. And then I was like, I was in the under- shower the other day. That's a like, weird I, thing. I was like, I'm going to try masturbating. To without- nothing? And then I was just like, fuck that. No. And I thought about hot things. That's kind of weird yeah sorry i read that in one study and i kind of was like what do you think like it's that? interesting that seems- there have definitely been times when i've been deprived of porn or sexual interaction that i obviously was could get physically turned on yeah but i still and and maybe could have but i feel like naturally yeah don't like you're, it just makes sense that yeah do like what are Unless you're getting turned on by your own body, which can also yeah. happen. Okay, especially no, as a gay person what's or a queer person, because you're like, well, my own body's what I'm attracted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, butt in the mirror. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Wait, is it you had a joke when, like looking at your own butt? Wait, what? Like, I feel like you had a stand-up joke once where you, because you're gay, you could just like jack off in the. Oh yeah, and just like, yeah. No, I was like, like straight. I was like, is that gay too. or narcissistic? Oh, true. <laughs> that I jerk off to myself in the mirror. <laughs> Because I'm like, it feels narcissistic, but it's obviously gay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so one thing about women with porn is that a a lot of the studies found women prefer, like, erotica. And that erotica does the same thing to the brain as porn. So you can almost, like... Because, like, men are more likely to consume certain types of, like, hardcore porn that we can picture. But women consume a lot more erotica than men. And the erotica also has similar physiological impacts on the brain. What is erotica? Just kind of... um, Like, they said stories. And, like, it's, like, yeah. uh, What are those called? Harlequin romance Like, I I think maybe that's a little... Like, I don't think it's that. I think it's a lot more sexual. Like, it's, like, a lot more... You could read and it's more maybe, like, about not just the act of sex, but about the intimacy about the I don't actually know. Okay. That's so interesting because it was literally just said 
like you know in like science language i'm like i yeah. wish i had more detail i assume on that. it's just that might be the difference <laughs> they just said erotica not just what's erotica the, well probably anything <laughs> sexual and you know like yeah. you can there's a lot of things that are sexual that lead up to sex but aren't sex yeah touching no, it's just, i'm just like caressing like even sexual language it sounds flirting. better like erotica in my head that i'm like oh that can't be bad but then the, this study was saying like right. no it is Equally actually the as. same thing you can get so much you can get addicted to it your partner can then not fulfill mm-hmm. you like some similar things like that so anyways erotica <laughs> Actually, I need to get into erotica. That'd be pretty fun. Uh, but we well, have to find out what it is first. I think you're like One Direction, <laughs> like dirty gay, like like um, fa- fan, fan fiction. fiction. <laughs> I used to read like fan. Fi- I used to read fan fiction things like that. That I would turn me really on. Did. I remember reading like stories on like early Reddit and just like jerking off and like being like you scrolling were down. Not part of early Reddit. Uh, I'm yeah. so sorry. You were not. <laughs> I read the no fat book. Okay, I understand Reddit. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Um, what age? But, would wait, that no, been? I actually did that though. Okay, then you were old. <laughs> okay, no, I'm. Just, yeah, but it's not that not, old. No, I'm just saying like that's where you can find stories, <laughs> porn, erotica that I did <laughs> used to read. Fair. For, like, okay, no, that's bit. fair. And it was like funny. You'd be like jerking off and like reading, and then you'd like sometimes stop jerking off and just be like, whoa, like the, <laughs> it like, works. Yeah, or even just being like, so where is he? Why is he going to the beach now? Like, <laughs> like you're kind of would be like, is something gonna happen? Like, I was like, you know what I mean? Like you just went there to Caught jerk off, the and then all of a sudden yeah. you're a little bit like, what's gonna happen to him? <laughs> Oh my god! I was gonna say earlier with regards to those first experiences. I also have some vivid memories of, and obviously this is linked to being gay. But like, though there was like late night sex shows that would come on. Yes, right. So and they weren't always like hardcore porn. But I'd always be watching sexy. them with like seven guys. Okay. And I'd be like, do we all have boners as gay? I was gonna ask this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I and many gay men have this experience, and I assume many straight men as well of like watching. Of course, because you explore your sexuality with people whose society deems as the at that time the same gender or sex. Yeah. Like that's like you go to the sleepovers of your same right. like at that time would be sex, but like gender, mm-hmm. like you do, and that's just like socially acceptable. And when you're gay, you get in weird situations because you're like, I actually probably want to be with the girls because I'm trying to figure out my sexuality, <laughs> and like this is making me really uncomfortable. Yeah. And everyone here is like homophobic, but like we're watching porn and they have boners. And so right. I'm having a hard time like <laughs> just sort of like mentally dealing with where this. I'm just like, is this yeah. trauma? <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah. yeah, I would do that. It was like called something like Sister Secrets. And it was like 1 a.m. City TV. Yeah. All of a sudden you saw butts. Like right. horrible plots and butts and tits. Yeah. And pubes. And just like sexual erotica. Yeah. Sometimes it wasn't even nudity, it was but erotica. it would just be like stories yeah, of that was erotica. encountering each I, other. We used to all watch erotica. <laughs> we <watched> erotica. <laughs> when we were, I would say I was probably like 10, 11. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when you have sleepovers. Yeah. I would, and it would happen. And as a gay person, though, I also have vivid memories of Queer as Folk, the TV show, which probably mm. came on at like 11 o'clock. And yeah. sometimes there are actual Holy sex scenes shite. in that. But I would Those be are like, hot I'd have my finger hover Oh the jump God. button so that I could get back to a different channel immediately if I heard a peep coming down the stairs. <laughs> okay, the queerest folk ones, that's also that's erotica. And like we were rewatching season one recently and I was like, let's hook up. Like it's so <laughs> intense. Like it's so hot. Yeah. It's like very hot. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then also it's so funny to think about your like parents imagine you were like jerking off your no, parents. No, I never in, did. And it was like I was a way scene of like scared. Emmett at the diner being like, you want mashed potatoes? And you're just like jerking <laughs> off to like some waiter scene where they're talking about they're like, like what their comic book issue or something. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. What a weird thing though that that was. I, I, 
I'm curious about um, like girls' experiences with that because guys did that yeah. in groups, and I wonder if girls did the same. For sure, I think that I think that they did because it's kind of funny. Yeah. Like even when you're not being sexual, it's kind yeah. of fun to look at it and be like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, we're doing oh my something." Oh my god, we're not and like J14 or something, just like like the abs of Usher. Like girls are probably What's just like J14, oh, J14 magazine. Oh. Like I'm just picturing like no idea. you don't know who, I don't read. Are you serious? I have never heard of that in my life. <laughs> You've never heard of J14? Like <laughs> he's sounds- not a pop culture guy. J14, that's so Tiger Beat. I don't know what you're saying. The like magazines that like kids would have. I never got them, but people on the playground would. <laughs> do you know that people <laughs> how okay. young were you do you remember like grade seven if you see a locker and there's like a full usher with his abs out and his underwear showing on a girl's locker that came from a magazine called j14 or tiger yeah Beat. but there were other magazines too that those kind of things came from okay well, what were they called i don't know what, is That's j- what i mean j14 was- local or is it like a huge i magazine? think it's big american conglomerate I need to look this up. You can if you want. I'm just J14. saying. I just feel like you also probably had J14. I didn't read magazines as a kid. Right, J14 magazine. It's a monthly teen magazine oh. marketed at preteens. Preteens, there you go. 11 to 19. And I just feel like Usher, that's like the one of never, Nath, Ariana Grande. Never seen it. this in my life. Okay, yeah. So like, it I'm was founded in that. 1998. So I guess that is when we were teens. Yeah, it was like around then. Okay. And it was like NSYNC, like then, and you get the posters and like I never I just, read magazines. I'm like, ever. I think I'm gonna got boners to that. Okay, you never read mag. No, never. I also still don't. I didn't get I like those magazines. because, but I would get the like at camp. Oh my god, that was where I find the girls and the magazines, and I would go ham, <laughs> oh and god. I'd be like, oh, I'm not like actually that interested in Usher. And then I would just stare at it and be like, oh, <laughs> oh but I was like, god. so you know, that's that, that's probably where I saw it, at camp with girls. <sighs> the girls have the magazines, and we'd look at Usher. And like Justin Timberlake, but like camp, were you pretending you weren't into it? Like, you like I actually it. would just love to be a fly on the wall. It was probably so embarrassing. You'd be like, like, oh, be don't like, go back oh, to the Usher one. Oh, gross, like, like gross, gross. Then <laughs> I mean, like, oh, Avril Lavigne's so hot. Like, like, that's like, that's like, what do I? I wish she was my wife. Yeah, I wish Avril Lavigne was my wife. I love her baggy pants and her boy <laughs> vibe. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, outside of that, like, okay, so then I tried to look up sort of the good things. The last bad uh-huh. thing I wanted to bring up, and oh. you can say more, obviously. But yeah, yeah. One thing I thought was interesting, and this was just about addiction in general, was saying a hallmark feature of something called reward circuitry dysregulation is when you consume something even though you either don't like it or don't want to. Mm. So, And there are times when I've watched porn and I've been like, I don't really yeah. need to do this right now. Oh my now. God. Same with oh chips. God. Yeah. It's literally like, I'll be like... <laughs> porn I, is chips. Porn is chips. We've been porn, over that every food. episode, whatever it is, is Sometimes chips. you're like, I actually am not yeah, hungry, I don't wanna, but I'm going to yeah, keep eating yeah, yeah, it because yeah. it's clearly yes. a compulsion. Okay, I, because of this book, I've been so much more conscious of my masturbation to porn habits and it's really good. Like it's helped me again. I hope it's like, it stays and I was just like, when you're reading the book and yeah. then habit goes away. <laughs> but the other day I like went to bed, you were staying up when you were staying up to watch like another, uh, succession episode yeah. and I went to bed early and I was like, I've been with friends. I was sober and I was just like, okay, like I'm going to go on porn. Cause mm-hmm. like, we're not gonna, I like kissed you, but I was like, yeah, we're yeah. not going to have sex. Like I could just tell. So then I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm just going to go on porn. I opened porn and I'm not kidding. I was, I was like. Ew, I did the NoFap work on me. I was just like, <laughs> this is actually gross. And I put my phone away and I masturbated thinking about like Nothing. you <laughs> and like in other situations and other people and like okay. a threesome. That's and, interesting. Like, so yeah, I'll be interested to see yeah. if that stays. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I know. Definitely... But it was like an actual dis... It was like I you were like I oh, didn't weird. Well, yeah, and I, I, and I, put, I put it down. Well, I would say one interesting thing about porn evolution and maybe it's always been this way, but 
uh, obviously the internet has provided a space because I'm curious what kind of porn you came across and I'm asking because was it was it highly porn produced? hubs it was porn hubs most popular it wasn't highly produced okay because that's an interesting thing that has happened popular. with the advent of the average person of just yeah. having like kind of normal people having sex with low production quality that almost feels like yeah kind of the way that on TikTok I just saw an analysis of this that like oftentimes videos that are not highly produced are actually more successful because yeah. as soon as you see something highly produced it feels yeah, fake it feels fake it could yeah, be a brand it could be whatever I feel like most of my TikToks are just like a random thing that happens yeah. to someone <laughs> um, I love somebody them. like I think it was <laughs> yeah. Peter McKinnon from YouTube experimented with the same concept and one that was like a beautiful visual that he created of this mm. like coffee machine and another one of him just like explaining it yeah. so casually and the other one did better yeah that's interesting and it was just like that I think has happened in the porn world there's more well, which is why OnlyFans was like yeah. I'm actually a human being and I'm just gonna like record and, this and, it's, and I can make money off of it which Not is anymore. better. That's better. For the <laughs> like the porn industry is horrible. Yeah, like yeah. OnlyFans More is definitely autonomy. a step in the right direction. Yeah, that okay. Like that is so interesting. Like I feel like porn also like if we think about it now and it's more nuanced and it's more different then there's like so many more options of porn mm-hmm. and I like think of amateur as something interesting because I'm like I like also like amateur porn. Like I can't almost like get off to the like super normal stimulus of other porn what's the super normal like oh oh i agree yeah no i agree and then i'm like wondering i'm like but if i'm going to watch porn is it not smarter to watch amateur because i'm not because like they were saying sometimes that like when you watch porn there's such aesthetic like you know big dicks and huge tits and like situations like gangbangs and like things that are like over the top that then does it become harder and i'm like at least i only watch amateur so it's not like they're like interesting to think about like men being like oh you know sometimes they're like making like noise and you're like this is not real yeah but i'm like i'm like at least i mean if i was into that would that be like worse i don't know i was just like Super I think normal. it could be either or. I, I know what you mean by sometimes those kind of porns take it to a level that it's like super normal so stimulus. Extreme. Yeah. But I think then, and even doing the porn research and any sort of quote unquote addiction research mm-hmm. is like you're moving into, I don't know that you can say one is necessarily like more super normal than the other. Yeah, so true. in some ways, amateur porn might be something that we didn't have access to in the past and so it's become really yeah it can turn you on because it's actually yeah. different and you're yeah. like all these it's even the though it's not as extreme now. in yeah. terms oh of the act it might be like <laughs> oh my god but it's extreme because it's so intimate <laughs> it's literally the opposite of what i said it's like it's the more novel it, one maybe, and now yeah. it's like more interesting because the other stuff we've seen You've since seen we were forever, in grade seven yeah. and i think that's social media too it's like we actually are maybe not yeah. leaving the age i think it's like always a mix of like the highly like Instagram being that highly produced, yeah. like like washed over filters, all this beautiful to people being like, no, we actually just want to see yeah. like regular it's, people, it's, which it's, isn't totally true, but like people kind yeah, of feel that way. It's kind of an extreme, it might be too much of a left-hand switch, but in my head, it makes sense. It's why I would be scared to get plastic surgery. I need to know, first of all, I have never heard the phrase a left-hand switch. Is what that even that real? Mean? I might have just made that up. <laughs> okay. It's me. Like, I don't know how this to This might speak. be I don't know how to write. a left-hand like, switch. Like, like, <laughs> like, what, like, yeah, too much of a left-hand switch. I don't know. Like a porn? Left-hand switch? Yeah, left-hand Ooh. switch. Gotta keep it novel. Do you do that? 
Never. Once I read, like, I, I think a long time ago that it was like, you should do that. Oh, when we made our video about masturbation, is it good for you? We talked about how, like, literally, like, it, it's probably <laughs> smart to use your left hand because it can, like, slow it down. Like, we had this, like, physiological and like, study. And yeah, it doesn't know what it's doing, so and it it's feels like, like it was else. a tactic to, like, help people. And it was just like, I did it for a bit, but then I was like, hell no. You just got work. this over with. Like, I don't have the. Yeah. The and I actually, I'm like, I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> it's so <laughs> oh weird. It's so weird. Well, that's another thing, you know, obviously linked to porn, but masturbation. And I'm not like, uh, no fap or anti-masturbation anyway. I think it's like super healthy. I am. <laughs> but, but I think by <laughs> masturbating a lot, you maybe create conditions that are yeah. so perfect for you to get off that when you're with somebody else, yeah. it can be hard. It's because if hard, you if you if hard. you can't masturbate with your left hand, I don't think I can. Then that maybe <laughs> means you need it to be like really I, yeah, specific. Specific. It's like I actually probably that's when I get more addicted to <laughs> masturbation as opposed to porn. Well, because I porn need to use also, my left hand. Remember that porn induces masturbation. Yeah, true. So it's like then if you're masturbating more because of porn, you might be creating a condition that's always oh, the same. My God. Also, I'm like thinking about giving someone a hand job. I'm like, yeah, for sure. I give this sickest hand with my right hand. <laughs> yeah. Imagine they were like, you have to give this guy a hand over my left hand. I'd be so embarrassed. They'd be like, that guy is like, sucks at sex. That's so That's funny. I'd be crazy. like, is it? like I just <laughs> <laughs> or I'd be like, I'm really tired. Yeah, I'd be like, I actually okay. can't. Even right now, this I have to call this out because well, now I'm getting holding, a boner. Okay, What's happening? No, <laughs> we've been holding these mics. We don't usually hold them, but we usually have them in a stand. And I'm like so weak, and I'm like, hey, it feels like a dick. But my point oh, was really actually, like I've been switching to my left hand every now and then, but it's Ooh. so much weaker. And oh like, yeah, I, I, I instantly go it. like my arms tired. Oh my god, I actually am like I feel like a muscle relaxing <laughs> in my shoulder. Okay, I need to switch back, and we're good. Yeah, but I I, yeah. Need, I was getting tired, but I realized wow. my left hand's much. Okay, weaker. so that's just masturbation. We need to revisit okay. that research because we made that video. I was looking at it recently in 2013, and I want to yeah. re go back to and maybe have an episode just about masturbation because oh, porn true. is separate. Yeah, they, they are, are separate linked. though, linked. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna jump yeah, some into good, my good. final good, and For here's the caveat. I couldn't find much, yeah. <laughs> but what the good, I'm saying good research, just meaning like it held porn yeah. in a positive light, was finding was mostly um, busting some myths about porn. Okay. So sometimes yeah. there's like, there's a lot, there's studies or people saying that there's research that porn consumption like destroys relationships or is like negative. Mm -hmm. So there were examples of like it not being linked at all to sexual satisfaction with your partner. True, true. However... Most of the times I came across studies like that, it was classifying it as sort of like average porn consumption and they were differentiating it from yeah. porn addiction. Yeah. There's a lot so, of the studies that, that I was reading to that always had this weird adjective that would be like hyper porn addiction. Yeah. They probably or, define it in this yeah, particular some, study. For example, it was like, and this is extremely low, obviously it said three and a half days out of 35 of watching porn. Had no discernible effect oh, on a relationship. I was like, is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I okay, mean. Okay, so. but write that down because that's the shit we need to know because sometimes we need numbers to keep us on there. Yeah, I, I wanted to bring up that I number more than because that. clearly there it's interesting that it was like there's no discernible effect. <laughs> 3.5 yeah. days out, out of 35. 35. Not 3.5 so percent. Days, it's just like that day you 10 watch porn 10% of once. your, yeah. That, it's not like hours. Oh, no, no, no. Not hours. Just like <laughs> 72 hours. Three and a half days on average that people <laughs> okay. watch porn did okay. not negatively impact their relationship. Um, or their sexual behavior in the relationship. And so clearly yeah. there's something that could be that. called um, moderate. Sorry, like, yeah. What do people say? Everything when, like, in moderation. Exactly. Moderate, like you can drink alcohol and it use. can be probably okay in your life and yeah. not have a big negative impact. But there's probably a point at which it turns yeah. into negative. That's my goal. To be honest, I want moderate porn use. I think that maybe I have had extreme when I'm not busy. 
So like, for example, when mm. we filmed the show, I would have had like no porn use. And right. I loved it. Just and like so honestly, distracted we had like tired lots of amazing sex. And yeah. like, that was a really fun time. That That's really interesting. In this moment, I'm like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> but it's like, when in the pandemic, I think this might be interesting for a lot of people. Like when you're stuck at home, it's like, it, I don't know. I think it probably watched the most porn at some points in like the darkest like parts of the pandemic. Them. Yeah. yeah and it's like, sense. I want to do it only I think I had three read days that porn, out of 35. Porn consumption increased over the pandemic. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, um, it's something we probably other... all need to wean ourselves off of it. <laughs> Wait, what's someone, what? We probably all have to wean ourselves off porn over the pandemic and start talking about it. Yeah. That's what this vi- like, Go talk with your friends. Porn's so fun to talk about with friends. Yeah. It's so interesting. A lot of conversations Everyone, always end up going there. Yeah, right? because it's so fascinating and we, you can hash your shit out um, and talk openly about something that's pretty intense. And so. it is true. Like, if you think about it, those natural human things, like you get together with friends to have food. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. Sex. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, makes sense that socially as creatures, those are like yeah. three huge And friendship. Desires. And family. Yeah. And love. Obviously, there's yeah. more. No, but, but those are like, also things that, are things that help feed the... your dopamine rush. Or so do those that. things. Yeah. Yeah. Friendship and love. I'm just saying yeah, it's yeah. all the things. Um, And I just think it's Weed. supernatural <laughs> to talk about and like to have fun about. The one of the other examples of porn not being as bad as people say is there's a lot of belief that porn has become more violent, which is like made oh. sex become more violent and like Bug. created this imagery around like, you know, situations yeah. that are not. I could see that. Yeah. But the, What's the? <laughs> recent evidence suggests it's not the case. Okay. Um, but there are lots of studies that kind of yeah. debate that. But I, all I was finding was studies that were kind of positive attitudes toward porn were like, yeah. it's not as bad in this way as people have sometimes said, but there is mixed evidence. Like there was a huge BBC article that kind of like went through everything and it'd be like, here are the studies that say it is. Here are the ones that don't. Um, but no one's really saying like porn's good for you. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I was no looking, one. I was looking that. for that yeah. to see like what yeah. are one thing I found, but then it was hotly <laughs> yeah. contested was like females who watch porn are more able to orgasm. But then it was like, wow, watching porn and, and it also, actually had a negative impact on the <laughs> orgasm ability during sex. Yeah, for sure. And the, masturbation is like the thing that you can find more scientific research about being good for you, but that's masturbation. Mm, mm -hmm. It's the porn. So like, that's another thing to say. It's like the research I found nothing good about porn, but in that research, I did find things that were good for sperm and sperm motility with masturbation. And to be fair, there probably isn't that much good research about alcohol. It's yeah. more about like, okay, if you yeah, have it this true. much, you'll be fine. Yeah. Like it's not going to hurt you. And if you're you. addicted to it, you're, that's so dangerous. There have been studies that have tried to say like a glass of wine a day, but then there are, it always comes down to socioeconomic status or people who yeah. drink a glass of wine every that's day. That's the other thing about this NoFap, your random porn, and I'll end on this thing, is they do this annoying thing that pop science books Breath, that fucking book that everyone loved, Breath did this too, where they start extrapolating everything to their one book. So they're like, he's like, you know, like people who are depressed, he just like does so much stuff. He's like, if you just breathe properly, like you won't have cancer. You're like, it's like a good science book. Like they explain the physiology and then they just start going ham. Mm-hmm. And like, that's Taking what this far. porn thing does. Like book does too. It's like, mm. it's true. You can't it's just not solve your life. Yeah. And like, he's making it almost seem like if you stop looking at porn, have a better relationship with porn, your whole life will get better. But it's like, there's everything so much more complicated than that. And like, it just feels like a lot of it becomes black and white. And so it's important that people know that like, it's just probably one facet of the complexity of life mm-hmm. that it's not whether you have an, a good or bad relationship with it. There's, it's, it's not just going to like fix everything, which right. is like kind of what the book's trying to like tell you. And it's weird. And it's I think, like, I think given that we couldn't find 
studies on porn that were good for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. All it could really do, of course, then having a handle and regulating your porn consumption is good, but that doesn't mean the rest of your life will change. It just means it'll be less bad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I think yeah. there's a distinction yeah. and that's what's yeah. maybe frustrating about books like that yeah. where you're like, yeah, it's totally true that if you have an addiction or you consume less, you might have these benefits, yeah. but that's not the same as something being good for yeah you, no for sure you know, it's, or it's, like fixing yeah, your it's life frustrating it, it's always like this machismo it's always male science writers and it's the same issue i always have mm-hmm. it's just like it's not like i'm being hyperbolic but it, there's a pattern yeah the it's interesting thing that when i was looking up on reddit to study like on the our science uh for studies about this i was just using that as a search engine um it's funny because the things that get most upvoted are the things that make put porn in a better light because obviously societally yeah. it's actually yeah. quite acceptable it's like yeah. alcohol like most people think that porn's yeah. okay it's and not. they want to just we all want to justify yeah. what we're looking at screen and, and being like it's not so bad yeah. or like a lot of it would be like yeah. people who have who think porn is evil are all like religious yeah there's a lot like, of that too like yeah. like it's like you're like a woke anti-christian if, if you, you like, like support porn, porn. yeah because yeah. it's true like there's a lot of there is really interesting like christian based science that like i was reading with a grain of salt because there yeah. are so many other motivations it's mm. like very yeah no that's interesting and reddit yeah reddit's that like fine it was line funny to see because like, i was like christian that's but. what prompted me to start going oh maybe there is good stuff but whenever i look at those studies it wasn't about porn being good it was just always like yeah. it's not yeah. as bad yeah, as this as other you, study yes, said yeah, that's so true that's so <laughs> and i was like oh i don't have any good ones oh uh, my god cool yeah that was cool a favorite um, i got a favorite porn star Actually, I don't have favorite porn stars. I don't at all. There's like so nice people any, who I yeah. see and I'm like, oh, a lot that of our one's gay so friends hot. Know all their names. I know. I don't, but I don't. I'm because I mostly just. But I recognize porn. them. Like I'll be like, that one's hot, and oh, then I'll on, like see oh, their face, and I'll like, be like, that one's hot. Life? I'll be like, happy to see that one again. You know what I mean? Like I think I'm like, it must be a porn star if they're like in a bunch, right? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they look amateur, but you're like, oh, there's that guy who actually was so hot last time, right? Yeah, no, yeah. that's fair. But I, yeah, I don't know any of the names. Yeah, fudge sickles. I wish I did. Um, okay. All that to say, I guess. So yeah, like porn, just be careful. Be like careful. Alcohol, like anything. It's just like, if you're going to do it, just know that it could be a slippery slope or you could have a healthy relationship yeah. with it. Think about it before you do it. Just like think about it. Why you're doing it. Think about your brain. Think about the history of humans. Like that's what I've been doing. I literally jerked off to porn also. Like I think like three weeks ago. And after I finished, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, you know, I like threw the phone down. and was like, Damn it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that actually helped. Like before this is... I wasn't thinking about it, I would just go and like clean up. But then I actually had that negative reaction right. that I think it helped. It was like, I don't want to feel like that. Yeah, well, so, I but it was only from reframing. time as like a young boy. Every oh, single God. time I would finish, I'd be like, I'm not Oh, gay. I know. And then, or you'd watch a straight porn and you'd be like, See, God, <laughs> I am straight. And you'd like, For a week, be happy. Uh, one oh, idea for maybe a video, or sorry, an episode on the pod is like, what I'm thinking now, the hardest part about porn is it relies on self-motivation to stop compared to, which I, it's like, how do you create a system to stop? Mm -hmm. Um, And people have a lot of support for things like alcohol and other drug induced things, or even something like food addiction. Say I like am addicted to chips. I have to just not have it in my house. It's still hard. Porn is always available. So I know, but most people know that you can't just rely on your willpower. And so I'm like, what do you do? You can have willpower for weeks maybe, but, always willpower runs out until it's you related to your phone. habit it's related to your phone 
It is. You have to have a better relationship with your phone because then you'll have less access to porn. Perhaps. But that's I a way in. That's a way in. Because even working out, for example, you can get willpower and then work out really hard for a month, maybe two, but a lot of people fall off the train. Yeah. And it's like habits is what creates yeah. you to, like, it's no longer yeah. willpower. It's just part of my day. I go yeah. do this thing. How do you do it when you're removing something is my big yeah. question. I'm like, it's is harder. there an episode it's about more willpower? Yeah, write that down. Like self control. Self control. Self control. Also a gorgeous song by Frank Ocean that everyone should go stream. Okay. Thanks for listening. That was fun. <laughs> um, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Peace. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.